So I've talked many times on this podcast about CRT, the curriculum choices of school boards and woke books found in libraries across the entire nation. Many of you have asked about alternative library choices, and if you've never heard of the Tuttle Twins, you are in for a treat. The current political and economic climate is coming to a critical tipping point, and socialism's popularity is on the rise. And so educating our kids about freedom is more important today than it's ever been. For more information about the Tuttle Twins and to take advantage of special discounted offers, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Tuttle Twins. Hey, everybody. How you doing? This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. This is Off the Bench, and you guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Mailbox Monday. It's the 21st of February. (laughs) Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I'm glad you guys are here. You know the drill now. For many, many years, I do something called Mailbox Monday here at the podcast. For those of you who are new to it, you can get your question uh, addressed on the show. If you'll send me your off-the-bench stories, in other words, I want to know how you guys are doing. How are you getting off the bench and onto the battlefield? I want to see pictures of you and your No More Mandate shirts, and uh, I want to hear about how you're finding your, your sea legs in this crazy, stormy ocean that we're all on together right now. And so I love to read those on the show. And today I'm going to read a couple of them for you from Joanna in Germany. I'm going to read that one. And also I'm going to encourage you guys, uh, if you are experiencing something that you just think other people would benefit from hearing, or if you have uh, something miraculous that's happening, or you're realizing, oh my goodness, uh, the Lord is growing me in this way, or he's growing our family. A lot of you are brand new homeschoolers and you're finding your way along along those lines as well, I want to hear from you. HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday is the way to do that. I'm also going to play some of your voicemails today, and you can find me at anchor.fm forward slash HeidiStJohn forward slash message. And that is how you leave a message for me. So we're going to answer a few of your voicemails. I'm going to read some of your questions today, and we're going to read an off-the-bench story. All right, let's jump into it. I'm going to start with off-the-bench. This came from Joanna in Germany. She said, hi, Heidi, I'm going to try to make this short. I love that, Joanna, because I, you guys know the rules of sending stuff to me. Keep it short and sweet and to the point. She said, I started hosting your Mom Strong study during the beginning of the end as we know it. <laughs> it prepared me for so much more than I ever thought possible. Thank you, Joanna. I'm a mama to four homeschoolers off and on, but I did try our local department governor schools here in government schools here in Germany only to have to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Turns out that the government schools here give every child a Gmail account. This account is linked to a chat room where students can chat with each other and even create their own chat spaces. As I was going through my fifth grader's iPad, mm -mm. yep, a fifth grader. Yes, I thought she used it for music only, never again. I discovered that chat rooms were the most inappropriate, sexual, and even demonic images where these these things are posted. Kids from every government school can search each other and even be added to these chats. Most disturbing, though, was that the teachers saw the images and all they said was, this goes against our online conduct, and told the kids to say, I'm leaving the chat. I took the chat to my principal. And the IT guy tracked the kid down in North Carolina and he was suspended. They claimed to not know these things were happening. Why do they need Gmail accounts in third grade? Nothing 
but trouble and predatorial bait. Well, that's exactly what's what's going on. And honestly, Joanna, you just learned a really hard lesson. The internet is not a safe place for children. This is absolutely a playground for pedophiles and predators. And we're absolutely seeing this every day of the week uh, here in the United States and around the world. You guys are experiencing the same thing in Germany. So thank you for that story. It's a reminder that parents need to be vigilant in the defense of our children to be able to say to our kids, you guys, I know that this is what you want, but we're not going to do it. I met a mom the other day, and I'm sort of rabbit trailing a little bit, so forgive me, but I met a mom the other day who was telling me that her child was unhappy and wanted to go back to school. Now, the mom said, I don't really want to send my child back to this particular school. I know what's happening there. I know the issues that my child is going to face, but I hate saying no to my child. Well, there's a story in the Bible, and I may read it to you guys next week. I've been thinking about this, about a priest named Eli. Eli raised two sons that were very disrespectful and very disobedient, and the Bible records that he failed to discipline his children. And so this this story revolves, of course, around Samuel, and eventually uh, his sons lost their lives for their disobedience, and Eli also lost his life. But the Bible is very serious, mom and dad about you shepherding your children. And often that shepherding requires correction. And if we don't correct our children, then they're going to get into adulthood without the discipline that they needed as children. And one of the things that we have told our children repeatedly uh, over the years is that we see our job largely as parents to get them to adulthood with as little regret as possible. In other words, when they when they cross that threshold and they leave our home and they become parents themselves or they get married and have children or uh, they start their own businesses or whatever it is that they do uh, as adults, they will feel prepared for that. And part of that preparation is discipline and correction. And so I want to encourage you guys. I know some of you are struggling with children who are saying, I don't, I don't want to be homeschooled. I don't like this. I don't like that. Your job isn't necessarily to just make your children happy. Your job is to get them to adulthood whole and healthy and walking with the Lord. And so uh, I want to just encourage you in that regard. Next question was uh, sent to me. And I love these, you guys. Again, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. And by the way, uh, thank you. A couple of you have been writing in and saying that you're ordering things from MyPillow and you guys are supporting the people that are supporting this podcast. That is really helping me tremendously as we grow the show here, even in the midst of my run for Congress and all the things that we're doing. So I want to thank you guys very much for that. Uh, It absolutely is helping. This one came from Karen in California. She writes, Hey, Heidi, as a teacher in a private school, I really want to take a stand and remove the mask and show the teachers what freedom looks like and the students, but I can't afford to lose my income. How can I become a homeschool teacher for students that are not my own? Well, Karen, that's a great question. This is happening around the country and even around the globe right now as parents are looking for an alternate alternate ways to educate their kids. So I would encourage you to check out what's going on at the homeschool cooperatives in your area. You might be able to get involved in a local homeschool cooperative or maybe uh, classical conversations. Here at the Homeschool Resource Center, we've got a lot of teachers working here right now. Uh, these are all um, these are all independent contractors. We do things differently here at the Homeschool Resource Center, but we've got a lot of people fleeing the public school system who genuinely love teaching and they love the Lord and new avenues for teaching are opening up for them. Speaking of that, I want to encourage you guys to be praying for us here at Firmly Planted. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of things I can't really tell you guys all about right now, but suffice it to say, there are very exciting things happening. We could use your prayers. We're expecting to make some pretty big changes here soon. I told you we have completely 
completely outgrown this place. And if you are interested in helping us get homeschool resource centers planted across the country, please become part of our financial support team. You can reach out to us at firmlyplantedfamily.org and find out more about what we're doing there. Did you know that MyPillow is so much more than pillows? Jay and I recently switched to the MyPillow mattress and we love it. You guys need to check this out because with my special promo code, you can receive up to 66% off all the products at the MyPillow store. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi. That's MyPillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541. Don't forget to use promo code Heidi to get up to 66% off all the products at the MyPillow store. Uh, I want to just encourage you to, as we talk about homeschooling, because I'm going to answer another question, uh, as we talk about homeschooling, to just remember that God is the one, God is the author of peace. He's not the author of confusion. And God gave your children to you for a reason, and you can do it. I mean, I, I, I have felt very overwhelmed over the years with seven children and a busy household and a, and a husband who was working full-time and all the things. But I'll tell you what, I look back at those years now, some of the most precious years of my life were spent when I had all seven of my kids at home and life was busy and crazy and full. And uh, it was sometimes hard and it was sometimes loud and it was sometimes uh, not pleasant. <laughs> but I look back and I was just telling my son a little while ago, I consider myself to be among the most blessed of women because I have seven children and we've been able to keep them near us through homeschooling. So uh, hang in there, really just uh, hang in there and know that you are going to look back on this time and be very, very thankful for it. Uh, Rebecca in Virginia said, Heidi, we started homeschooling when the schools closed during COVID and we love it. We study a kid's Bible devotional together and it's good, but I'm looking for something with more information and history than our kids can understand. Uh, can you give me ideas and resources that would work for our six and eight-year-old? My daughter enjoys looking up scripture, but feels lost when it's over her head and too hard to understand. Sometimes I don't have the full understanding either, and I'm looking for some help. Well, Re Rebecca, help is on the way. One of my very favorite uh, ways to study the Bible, some of my very favorite materials are found at Answers in Genesis. I would probably uh, send you there. Also, a really good friend of mine publishes a Bible curriculum called a Cat and Dog Theology. Look it up. Let me know what you think. And then yours truly, my husband and I and uh, our family has written a Bible study for families called Firmly Planted Family. And it is it is uh, named after the verse in Psalm, Psalms 1-3, that says that the person who, who follows the Lord is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and its leaf doesn't wither and whatever he does prospers. Uh, that is the heart behind the nonprofit organization that is Firmly Planted Family. Uh, we are the nonprofit that is uh, helping get these homeschool cooperatives and homeschool resource centers up across the country. And uh, uh, so check that out as well. And you can find out more about that at Firmly Planted Family. Anonymous in California. Heidi, I'm a first-time homeschool mom. I have four kids with two first graders. So I'm assuming you've got twins. All right. A kindergartner and a toddler. Moment of silence. Mm, I can relate to that, except for the twin part. Uh, I have found myself as a refugee homeschooler, as you call it. This year has been extremely difficult. I want to know, when does homeschooling get easier? At what point does a mom decide that a solid Christian school is a better option for her kids than homeschooling and having each day end in frustration? I do not want to quit before it gets good and miss the blessing, but I also don't want to keep trying to fit a round peg into a square hole. Any encouragement is appreciated. All right. So 
I'm the mom who said she would never homeschool. So you're talking to a woman who, you know, if you would have said to me when I was young, you're going to homeschool your kids. I've been like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Nope, nope, nope. But guess what? You're right. I ended up doing it. And the the things that I have found to be true in my own life uh through the years that we've homeschooled our kids. I mean, it's over 20 years that we spent full-time homeschooling. And I'm doing it less now because of my run for Congress and uh, my husband's doing more of the homeschooling and we rely on classes here at the Homeschool Resource Center. But the fact of the matter is I learned a lot about myself. And my hunch is, uh, sweet mom, anonymous mama, uh, my hunch is that God is teaching you something about yourself right now. I often tell moms, you want to find out how completely selfish you are, homeschool your kids. You want to see how short-tempered you can be and what a brat you are, homeschool your kids. You want to find out uh, how much you love your quiet time, become a parent. And you'll find out really quickly. And God grows us up. That's part of the maturing process. The Bible says that we're supposed to be grateful for the trials that come our way because the trials produce, produce perseverance. And the end result of that is joy and hope. And those are the things that come through trial. I'm, I'm going to encourage you, and you knew I was going to do this, to stay the course. So much of success in homeschooling has to do with a willingness of a mom to say, you know what, I'm going to take this role on. A lot of times you bring kids home from school and you discover very quickly that they don't respect you because you've told them that the teacher is the person that, that they listen to for their schooling and therefore we condition them to do that. And then when we bring them home, we wonder why they don't listen to us. Well, now you know. And so uh, I would just encourage you, I wrote a book called The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, How to Fit Your Size 16 Day into a Size 10. You can find that on Amazon or at HeidiStJohn.com. And uh, that was the book that I wrote to just encourage moms. I think schedules are very important. Come up with a plan for your day so that you know uh, what to do. But listen, your kids are little. You've got uh, two first graders and a kindergartner. Your kindergartner needs to do very, very little. Uh, homeschooling your kindergartner should take you about an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes every day, an hour and a half tops. Uh, and same with your first grader, two hours max. You know, it's, it's, it's more at this age about reading to them. Uh, get some books that you just really love to read. And maybe you make that, that morning time with them a precious time of just reading books together um, and uh, discovering learning. I think sometimes it's just that unwinding of what the school system has told you for so long, which is you could never teach your kids. You're not good at it. They won't respect you. you you'll hate it. Uh, and that was the attitude that I went into it with also. But I'm really glad that I stuck it out. And I'm going to hope that you will stick it out as well. All right. I'm going to uh, to listen to some messages right now. I'm going to put my little earphones in so I can hear your messages. And I want to encourage you guys uh, in a particular direction. If you want to have me answer your voicemails and play them here. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash Heidi St. John forward slash message and you can leave a 60 second message there. So we're going to play just a couple for you and then I'll answer them. Can you follow up on the Grand Canyon University becoming woke? Um, I have two grandsons there would like to know what what's going on. Thank you. So regarding Grand Canyon University, I've been getting a whole lot of responses to this. This one came from Terry in Idaho, and I'm going to play it, or I'm going to read it to you rather, because this is pretty indicative of what I've been getting. She said, regarding the Grand Canyon University DE program, my daughter took three classes from there before we decided to remove her from it. During her sociology class in the textbook, it stated that race and gender were fluid as a fact. We reached out to her professor to find out that she also taught 
critical race theory at a secular college. Then we reached out to her counselor and found out that they are more of an outreach program and there are Mormon, Jehovah's Witnesses, and other religion students that are taking part in discussions, but they are not corrected biblically. We, we have since begun Colorado Christians University DE and are in love with the courses and the professors. So I think this is a cautionary tale. There are a lot of Christian universities out right, out right now that are Christian in name only. Parents, you've got to be discerning. Just know what, and I, I promise you, this is not an isolated incident. I promise you this is happening all over the country. Your children need to be protected about what they're learning. When your kids go off to college, the truth of the matter is their minds are still very young and they're very soft. And if you're them someplace and you haven't properly prepared them so that they can sift everything through the grid of scripture and they can know how to be discerning, then there's a very good chance they'll be led astray while they're at university. So I'm going to end with that today. Thank you guys so much for writing into me. You can reach me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Please don't forget to leave reviews for the show over at iTunes and any chance you get to leave reviews for the books I've written would be greatly appreciated as well. Have a great day, everybody, and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.